It's me, Japanese Anadamas. Here to be your companion, son. No, seriously. Are you done playing your game? Yeah, I'm done. Hold on. No, you're fucking not, dude. I'm looking. You are seven. You're seven years old. Can you show me what you're playing? It's called Maple Story. That is some of the nerdiest shit I've ever seen. What is even the objective? Collect items, level up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun game. <laughs> the objective is, is, is that what you do play as a fucking elementary school student. <laughs> All right, you just let me know. Good. All right. Yeah, fresh again. This with your fucking graveyard of zins. Disgusting pig. Yeah, y'all just have fucking Zins just lying no, no, no. around. Right That's there. all his. That's me. I'm following his lead and being also a Because I lay right here. And where else am I going to put him? Uh, the trash can. There's no trash can over here. So you just decide my, to make your own out of your table. The layout of my area does not allow for a so trash the, can here. When my table's set up, I just turn it into a trash can. <laughs> trash human. The whole place is a trash can right now with you guys in it. We fucking recording or what? Yeah, we're recording. All right. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is Caden. My name is Tex. And we got Hollywood. Hollywood. Clydesdale. Yep. 2 1. All of the above. Yes. Formerly 2 2. Formerly 2 2. Were you 2 2? I was 2 2. Yeah. Remember, we were talking about. Y'all talked about me on this fucking podcast as 2 2. Okay. We were talking about that cryptid sighting. Upgrades, man. Upgrades. You yeah. called me your friend on that podcast. I've played, I've played it like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> you are my friend. Yeah. Well, I just one wanted, of the very best. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. One of the very best. Yeah. That's welcome, hey, sir. Hey, 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 hey. He's, that, that he, hurts. he's right here. What, am, what do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he leaves. And then it'll be me and you when the honesty can come out. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Welcome to the Interminables. Uh, all right, so yes, we have Hollywood here. Um, Our Bravo team leader. It's why are boy. you yelling? I want people to know that. Know what? That hey, you like to scream? No. Hey, he's the Bravo team leader. If they've been listening, they already fucking know that. They already fucking know that. All right. Hey, welcome. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Hey, welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you as well. Yeah. I just yeah. Want, do you feel welcome in my home? Y'all are pro at this. Um, yeah, we've been doing it for great. a while. Yeah. Not all of us do this for a living. Yeah. Um, fun fact for the audience. Pretty much our whole entire setup is due to Hollywood because he thought that we had shit microphones and a shit production and decided you did. to upgrade us. Well. Sounds better now. Doesn't hurt my ears when I listen to it now. So Damn. I want you to know I've gotten zero comments from listeners that say it sounds better or notice anything at all. I give enough for all of them. Just you. Mm-hmm. Your opinion matters. More but, than everybody else's, yes. But oh, there was yeah, a comment. This is a good leader right here. We're going to get into leadership later, and this is great. <laughs> but there was a comment about how shitty our microphones were. No, there was not. Not, not about these, the old ones. Who? Like, there's Give a- me his fucking name. <laughs> so we're going to handle this tonight. <laughs> it's just me wearing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you in your current setup with a curly mustache. <laughs> Hollywood is wrapped up in a nice cozy blanket yeah. in the dead of summer. I'm cozy. Because okay. your apartment is fucking cold as shit. It's because it's made out of brick. So it can either get really hot or really cold. <laughs> when I'm here, it's really hot. What's up with the blanket then? 
<laughs> what? Guilty as charged. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So just like with everybody else, tell us about being young Hollywood and what got you into guns and all of that. The basics. For sure. Um been shooting guns since I've been basically old enough to hold them. Uh, I grew up in a city, but my uh, mom's side of the family is all from the country, up in the frigid northeast. Country. Country. And um, 80 hours a fucking day. 80 hours. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, you were just. 80. <laughs> You're gritting your teeth waiting to fucking say something, you son of a bitch. Anywho um yeah so i grew up in the city but i um i'd go every summer i work for my uncle who's an electrician and uh, i dig ditches and wire boxes and hang sheetrock and all that kind of good stuff and um he wouldn't pay me but uh (laughs) 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 but at the end of the day i could go into his gun room and pick any gun i wanted to and go shoot it in his backyard which was very big and so uh, I shot everything from, you know, little 22s, which is the first one I shot, just a Ruger, uh, to uh, 50 Beowulf and everything in between. Have you seen the movie Beowulf? No. That was, have you? Yeah. The cartoon? Yeah. That it's, was like, like, it's not a cartoon. It's like a... It's, it was like yeah, first AI CG or CGI. Something. Yeah. That was like required uh, viewing in the Texas school system for whatever reason. Yeah, that so was. I'm not joking with you. Because it's like a... It, it plays in school. You have to watch it. No it's shit. like a... It's like a theater or something. Is it like, like I saw an English class? Because oh, like you had the yeah. book. Right, right, right. And then there's a movie. Right. They're like, we know y'all motherfuckers didn't read the book. So yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I they, can't even they read. wheel on that TV with the, the strap on top of it. They're yes. like, you're gonna learn strap today. On? You did strap on to school too? <laughs> we were talking about your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't pay me, but no, if he if he if he if he listens to this, he's gonna bring the strap on for you, dog. You better watch out. <laughs> No, but really, that every single person I know in school in Texas had to watch Beowulf as a movie. Oh, shit. Or yeah, I watched it. It was terrible, too. Oh, for its time, it was good. I was like, oh, my goodness, look at these graphics. Is it better graphics than your uh, Tamagotchi game? Fucking anime game. Okay, so grew up in it. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened during school? You play sports? I did. Um, so I didn't, I didn't play lacrosse. I didn't play uh, football. But I played lacrosse because it's northeastern violence on a field, um, and uh, did that during high school. Went to college, didn't do much of that uh, in college. But then afterwards, just got really into fitness, really into um, fighting, mostly jujitsu, and that's been my life for a long time since then. And then uh, I ended up meeting Tex. When I moved to and I ride motorcycles have for a long time. Friends of mine owned a, a taco stand out there. And during COVID, they ended up uh, saying, fuck all that shit and did a uh, bike night every Thursday. I think they still do to this day. And um, we were just, you know, me and all the homies. And all of a sudden, this tall drink of water comes there. And I, mm. I don't know who he is. So, of course, I'm going to introduce myself. <laughs> and uh some good looking dude walks in so I just, of course i'm gonna introduce myself i just i just walked in sat on his lap <laughs> damn started making out started making that? out and you know here Text, we are what were you doing there in the first place like the same thing bike night yes but i was in the neighborhood doing something else 
and um, was with one of my friends who is the opposite of a biker. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that by one look at him. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was in the neighborhood, and we saw it going on. I saw the bikes. It was T-Bar. Is it T-Bar? It was a Tuesday, right? T-Bar Tuesday? No, that's a different place. It's uh, just bike nights or Thursdays. Well, I saw, bar. I saw a row of street bops. Yeah. And I was like, I need to go in here. Yep. So that's how I got there. Yeah. And they got so, my chopper there at that time. Yeah. And you were living in my living city at that Main time? Main Street in the heart of it, which, you know, during COVID, it was, you know, I live, I live in a regular house now, but I was living in a warehouse unlike or very very much like the one we're in right now and uh <laughs> and uh you know the the riots were wild wild there like every single night you're hearing shit yeah. I, I remember one time my wife and i we walked down to to go get some drinks i'm gonna stop you right here mm. we're bleeping all that location perfect continue perfect so when should i start you're good oh, i'm good all this is gonna all? stay in excellent cool. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know i don't know how pro y'all are um so <laughs> so say, when should i start you can go anyway, ahead right now. we were uh we were walking out to get some drinks and we ended up uh you know having a, a good night and we were walking to like this huge crowd was walking towards downtown yeah and we were like that's kind of odd anyway went down had some drinks as we were coming back everyone was running in the opposite direction and we were like well that's not good uh for multiple reasons the main of which is the fact that we live in the direction they're running from <laughs> so um because they saw me this <laughs> okay <laughs> pause say godzilla in your accent <laughs> Damn, <bro. laughs> <Godzilla>. <laughs> Oh my god uh so um they're running the opposite direction and this like fucking 350 pound cop comes up to me he's like you can't go any further and i'm like the fuck i can't i am five blocks away from my house you go for a service weapon <laughs> went for that swift takedown just fucking ankle picked him um but uh yeah so i was like dude i gotta get in there and so he you know goes over to get his supervisor they bring us they had to bring us through a checkpoint every single block to get to our house wow and i was like fuck this shit and so um i'd always been into guns as i said before um but much like you Caden, much like you text much like many people started taking a whole lot more serious at that very moment um and so anyway tell the story of how we became friends oh yeah um so met you over that bike night and then um my wife and i are big fans of uh people who are just fucking down like down like hey we want to go do this crazy thing are you down and so we're gonna go to, to uh on vacation can i say where does that even yeah, matter? yeah yeah so we're i don't know fucking bleep out dude so we were going to tulum and uh where the fuck is tulum it's mexico oh yeah okay and, mm-hmm. yeah and Never so we were going there and um we're like well let's see if you know some folks want to come with us and so we uh didn't know a whole lot of folks in, in that time i also so, haven't seen or talked to you since that one night oh yeah 100 note 100 
And so we were Instagram friends though, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I messaged you and I'm like, yo, we're going to uh, Tulum with some homies. Do you want to come? And I think you just said, yeah, back. And I was like, let's fucking go. Sounds and like so <laughs> we ended up uh, going there, you know, never talked about guns, never talked about anything like that. Um, and so we just like, all right, cool. He's a down ass cat. We had a good time. And then uh, I ended up moving south and out of out of and um you were um geez i don't even know how we ended up linking up after that i think maybe i posted something about guns or you post something about guns and we're like wait a second wait (laughs) wait just a damn minute just a damn minute (laughs) um and uh and then we started hanging out a whole lot more Mm -hmm. uh and then God damn! Like six months ago, you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm training." Not maybe ten months ago. Uh, it you're was, like, uh, it was eleven months ago. You looked at your watch to say it was eleven months. <laughs> I was just Are you the same thing? I got my dates on my watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right now it's June. Yeah, you need to look at your watch for that. <laughs> he just counted backwards. He said, yeah. "June, <laughs> May, April." Shit, I'm out of fingers. It was something like twelve. <laughs> Let's just call it an even year. It was definitely more than ten because that's so, as high as I can count. So I was I was wrong before apparently, and it was roughly eleven to twelve months ago. Uh, and you were like, "Hey, I train with these guys. They do, you know, it's not just like flat range shit. They go and do a bunch of stuff like SUT stuff, and um, you know, go out in the into the woods and being goons." And I was like, "That sounds pretty fun." And um, I think it was January was the first time that I came out with y'all. Um, we did some kind of uh, the cookout, just kind of like a meet yeah, and greet kind of thing. Yeah, family yeah. day. And um, I, I'll admit it, I was very intimidated. I was like, well, like these are all some fucking hardcore dudes. And, you know, I am I can handle a gun, but I don't know any of the shit that they do. And so I was trying to just kind of like, you know, work my way in the best way I could, be conversational, bring things to the party, not be, you Risk know. It. What's that? I did bring brisket. Yeah. yeah. We, we brought brisket. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they actually ended up being awesome dudes. Like from the first second I met them, you know, uh, zero one was super cool off the rip. Uh, zero four didn't give a fuck about me until like <laughs> that's Caden recently. Oh, wait. No, no, no. No, zero three. Zero, zero three. four. Zero four loves me. Yeah. Uh, Kate, I'm Claire Van again, Caden. And I, and I, and I love him too. <laughs> What did you think of of Caden the first time you saw him? Uh, I knew I would never be without a vape for the rest (laughs) of my life. (laughs) I remember. You need to get a Kydex thing for your belt. (gasps) Oh. That would go hard. Oh, wow. And it would take up no space. Hell yeah, I could just put that on my belt. That's your birthday gift. When's your birthday? It's past. (laughs) You're going to be assigned one if you don't tell us. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's gonna be whatever the shipping yeah, whatever September. the shipping uh lead time is for a kydex holder that's gonna be your birthday that's gonna be your birthday damn vape holder yeah does dog. it have retention too like level three retention <laughs> <laughs> safari lands new fucking als system it's just instead of a tq holder on the front of your on the front of your pistol VP. yeah vp holder <laughs> it's actually genius i love that it's part bad. of the ifac dude like if you go down you gotta have vape like yeah, you no, no cigarettes. I want, yeah, 
I want the real stuff. Yeah. All right. If yeah. that's the case. All right. Just just give me a full lip of zinnies. <laughs> yeah. Just pack it in. Yeah, just dude. rip just open a <laughs> zin and just pour it in my nostrils. Yeah, dog. I want to go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, he's not bleeding out anymore because his uh, <laughs> blood vessels are the size of fucking pins. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so the family day yeah family day went off really well um and then uh after that i started coming to the ftx's with you driving up for that um staying in my abode staying in, in your in your abode here which is awesome i feel like i'm a bachelor every time i come here mm -hmm. mostly because it's a pigsty um Easy. and then i call a spade a spade um all right so been uh doing that now for a long time uh got real close with all these boys and um kind of the rest is history now it's just regular shit yeah it's what we do yeah it's part of the schedule yeah I like on the schedule. calendar it's time to get better mm -hmm. that was pretty good right that was horrible <laughs> You're like I'm one of those. like the worst phone background like thing <laughs> like a david goggins quote but just bad yep oversaturated son I'm going to carry the boat. Can you carry a boat? Yeah. You think you can? Plus seven, man. Huh? A seven, seven man, man boat? What? No, I mean like seven, eight, eight of us together. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to carry the boat with eight of us in it. Yeah, that's like <laughs> plus seven men. Yeah. I mean, I could. You can handle seven men. Andrew thinks he's one of those characters from an anime game. <laughs> that was a dangerous. That was a dangerous road we went down last time. <laughs> All right. So whenever you uh, started training with us, how? Tell me, like your initial reactions, your thoughts. How'd you feel? Yeah. Um. I. Uh, I guess I've been. I've worked really hard at everything I've done my entire life, which is not a flex. It's just true. It's just what I fucking like to do. I don't like being bad at things. I don't like being new at things because the things that I do now, I've been doing for a long time and I feel very confident doing them. But when I am, you know, focusing on something new like this, which I rarely do, um, it is intimidating. It's something like, well, I'm going to be a beginner now. I'm going to be the new guy. I'm not going to know shit. Some dude is probably 10 years younger than me is going to school me on a bunch of stuff. And you just need to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to be, um, that, have that beginner's mindset and know that, you know, you're not coming in totally new. You are coming in with a bunch of other skill sets from the rest of your life. And that could, you know, that could translate. And that could be something as simple as, you know, a background of athletics. It could be a background of technology. It could be a background of, being comfortable in the woods. Being comfortable in the woods, a background of firearms, whatever. You can take those translatable skills and translate them. A background of leadership, you know? And um, and a background of just being comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. And, you know, while I didn't know my ass from my elbow when it came to, you know, points of domination, clearing a fucking room, all that kind of stuff, um, land nav, whatever, uh, I was able to know what I didn't know or or be okay with not knowing stuff and take the things that I'm good at, which, you know, um, in this case was like firearms and, uh, leadership, which I have a lot of experience with in other parts of my life, athleticism and, um, being comfortable, being uncomfortable and just like start at square one with everything else. Mm -hmm. so. I think, I think a lot of people 
are afraid to admit that they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. I think it's kind of, they think it makes them look like a fool, but it's actually like very impressive that you admit that you don't know something and then you're willing to learn. I think. There's nothing wrong with not knowing something. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think people kind of get it where they're intimidated to tell somebody that they don't know something. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it can be uh, a weak man will think that that shows weakness. A strong man knows that shows strength. Strong. Strong. Together we're strong. Yes. Apes yeah. together strong. Apes together strong. Um, and so I think it was just coming into it knowing that I'm not going to know a lot. But I was given a lot of um, confidence knowing, like, from coming to that family day, from coming to a couple of the FTXs, seeing how y'all were interacting with each other, seeing that there was this bond of brotherhood, understanding that, like, if I put in the work and I bring something to the table, whether that's just, you know, my work ethic and showing up and doing stuff, or it could be, you know, I got a new piece of kit that will help the whole you know, team or whatever, like anything, as long as I bring something to the table that y'all are going to have my back and vice versa. And so learning, you know, being coached through it, all that kind of stuff was not going to be a problem. Yeah. And it's worth noting one thing that you just said for anybody that is looking for people for a group or going to join a group, bringing something to the table can be as simple as just being solid and showing up mm -hmm. and absorbing and putting in work. You don't have to have anything else or something tangible or previous experience in this or that, like even in our group, if you show up and put in the work and continue to do that, you're an asset. 100%. And the group will make you more of one. Without a doubt. I came in there not knowing jack shit about 90% of the stuff that we do on a regular basis. Yeah, it's and, like, yeah. oh, you don't have this, you don't have that, you don't have this piece of gear, but you show up and you try hard? Well, here, take this bell fit. 100%. Yeah. We're doing it right actually, now. Actually, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah, you show up every time you put in the work. Here, You're grab the, this bell fit. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> You're hired. Hold on, <laughs> hold on this for me. 100%, dude. 100%. Like, you know, I came in and y'all had all this kind of, you know, sweet gear and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, you know, I, ha of course, had guns and stuff like that. But I'm like, I don't have nods. I don't have thermal. I don't have a plate carrier. I don't have literally anything. And uh, it wasn't a problem. Y'all weren't like, come back when you have that. Yeah. It was like, hey, you can, you can come in and you can do work and put in effort and learn and the gear will come. Yeah. And then we can loan stuff out. Like, yeah. you know, we can. The gear came for you pretty quick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one weekend, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, everything aforementioned was acquired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hope, hope my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Put notes together and just like all the links to all my gear and was like, okay, he can just work through this list. Ordered, 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 <laughs> ordered. The number of screenshots I sent you of like order confirmed. Yeah. In MX called me. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be linked to some recent purchases. <laughs> And we just want to confirm that uh, this is not actually you. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to know you're a really bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> but so, thank you. Yeah. So well, you you acquired like PVS 14, all that in just one go uh, from that list? That not all in one go. Not, not all in one go. It's just, I, I cranked through it 
I, I probably set a land speed record. Let's just uh, say but, that yeah. gear for me was years of acquiring. For <laughs> it was months. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty aggressive. Yeah, but you know, that's everything he does. Aggressive. Yeah, an aggressive fellow. <laughs> I like I like aggression. Um, but for me also, you know, I, I, I'm someone who's always had a lot of hobbies. I work really, really hard and I like to be able to enjoy the fruits of that labor. And I also like hobbies that are hard and hobbies that you can learn from. And this went from being a hobby to now being, you know, a large part of my life. And I was like, well, if I'm going down this road, I got to fucking go down it. Mm -hmm. And I did. You are on your way down that road. <laughs> the problem is, as soon as you get something, you're like, hmm, yeah. What if there were two tubes? Right. And you're like, what if that had a thermal on it? What if this laser I already have, perfectly fine, maybe a little bit more powerful? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were just talking about that, how like we always feel like, like the next purchase, we're like, okay, got everything I need. Yeah. And then a week later, we're like, shit i need something else yeah. yep. so all of us have a notes page with just a buy list of <laughs> shit that's just revolving yep. it never goes away yeah just gets larger and larger and larger yeah uh i just had a uh anniversary of my birth and every time that <laughs> i a weird way to say that. Uh, yeah i don't know why i said that <laughs> yeah i take it back um so uh every time there's christmas or my birthday or or any moment at which my wife would have to get me, give me a gift. She's like, what do you want? And I'm like, everything I ha I want, I either have or it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. But ask. E <laughs> and do and, I deliver or do I deliver? And every single time she texts, she texts, texts. And he comes through with shining colors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh have not gotten a shitty gift from her from me via <laughs> you <laughs> since i've known you <laughs> i went from getting like 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 fucking button downs and shoes i'm not gonna wear to like an fcpc <laughs> and like fucking helmet pads and she's like i still need to contribute so she like sends me some I'm like that fucking works that'll do nice <laughs> that'll do for inside the helmet for liner. inside the helmet liners yes. so like, she'll she'll text me and be like hey um i've got x amount of dollars what is what does he need and i'll be like well the things the one singular things they needs are much more expensive than x amount of dollars so we're gonna make <laughs> a gift basket like those saran wrap gift baskets with candles and shit but everything in it is gonna be able to kill you and then we'll give him that <laughs> And that's what we did this year. Yeah, it was great. She she gave me that. We went to my my favorite local bar uh, for my birthday, and she brought this gigantic ass gift basket. But she in. brought it to the bar. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she understood what was in that basket. <laughs> everybody, and, was it open? You could see everything. Oh, I opened it in front of everybody, and they're like, "Oh no, no, no!" no. I know everyone there. They were grenades. They were, they fuck with it. I know everyone at that bar. They were just like, they were like, God damn, she just knows him so well. <laughs> so, uh, but, but she, in addition to the, she did, um, <laughs> let she, me hit on the, again. yeah, we just got hit on that again. Uh, I take it back. Um, so in addition to that, she got me a sign that was like, 
she was so proud of it and i, I love it she was super proud of it. um it's a it's a lacquered sign that says protected by fuck around and find out security <laughs> and i'm like i love it i'll put it in my gun room i am not putting that on the front lawn <laughs> rob me rob me <laughs> i have a lot of i i, I watch <laughs> i watch grand thumb and i probably have a grenade launcher like <laughs> two <laughs> i got a tube so like when you had the bar open in the gift like was everybody around trying to look up and say like hey open your gift open your gift oh yeah it? yeah and i knew it was in it so i was so excited to like be a goon at the fucking bar they had no clue right no no no, no. this is like all of this none of y'all were there so like, <laughs> no, no one no, these are not people like they 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 know i'm a, I'm a you know weirdo but uh they they hadn't seen it in the flesh yet uh and so my favorite thing though uh, side sidebar my favorite thing is like when we throw like you know parties at our house i open up the garage enough to like force people to walk into like my like gun, a, room. A funnel. gun room it's a funnel through it's like enter through the gift shop it's just like, like enter through my like my fucking john wick fantasy <laughs> then you can go have a cocktail. literally yeah um so the best part was like she i open it all up i'm so excited i'm like this is the best thank you you know give her a kiss and she's like i'm so glad you're happy but like i don't get it <laughs> it's like it's so much money for these it's just cloth why is it so much money and i'm like i'm gonna stop you right fucking there <laughs> literally everything you own is just cloth and it is way more expensive than this <laughs> she has a room that's a closet like she turned she turned the guest bedroom that was supposed to be your office into a closet and i'm like ma'am <laughs> This is functional cloth. Functional <laughs> nylon. Yeah. I'm imagining you opening this gift at that bar and uh, putting your plate carrier, your new FCPC on and like drinking beers with it on. I, and like putting beers like in the mag. And start wiring fucking PTT through while you're drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is why y'all weren't invited. <laughs> because you would have told me to do that and I would have done it. You would have done it for sure. Yeah. 100%. All right, so you are, as we've talked about, mm -hmm. Bravo team leader. Yep. We have it. We have Bravo team, Alpha team, and squad leader here. Yeah. So, what about um, leadership? That's kind of your background. That is your background. Yeah. So, how has that been? Um, it's been great. I uh, I was very humbled when Zero One said he wanted me to take on that role, um, especially because I, you know, compared to a lot of y'all, I'm the new guy um but it's something that i i you know i love i love leadership i love being a champion of of other people and i i love being given the opportunity to um help people be their best selves and and succeed and um so since you know me and tex went through the uh the leadership course that our group does um it really gave me an appreciation for uh, not only techs, um, but the group itself and the emphasis they put on leadership and being a good leader, not just being a boss, you know, yeah. or, or rather being a leader and not being a boss. And um, it it kind of all the gravity of, of that role specifically in this group um, kind of was was brought brought to the front with that. So I'm, I'm very honored to do that. And uh, just the beginning, you know. 
Yeah, you're maybe because you do it for work. You're really good at bringing out the best in people and pushing people without being an asshole. Like you, you've done it to me pretty much since I've known you, and like every aspect. Like and just like when we go to the range, it's never just like we're not shooting back we're, dumping into trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean we do do some of that. Yeah, well, you know. But um, no, you just have a way of like being like you, you're fucking slow or like do you want to compete or hey i have this drill like let's do this mm -hmm. so it's always about getting better with you which i appreciate it's called lead by example yeah well it's hard for me to lead by example anymore because text is starting to kick my ass at the range which is a problem <laughs> that's just a damn lie <laughs> i think we're pretty much uh we're very close to exactly the same i would say twinsies yes i say and that's why zero one calls us the same name yeah he calls you me and me you yeah i got confused on the phone call today when he called me <laughs> and, and you remember when i said yes yeah you're always in me in the heart and uh, i thought say I was, that again but in english you're always with me in my heart okay right i said okay. that right and i thought i was talking to uh clydesdale here <laughs> but then text goes well you know it's me right <laughs> i'm like yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you, you too. I'll <laughs> sound exactly the same on the phone too. <laughs> we are the same height. We are three pounds off the same weight. We just weight each other. Like, we weight each other? <laughs> Did I hold you up like a baby? You held me, then the I held you, yeah. and it came out to the same weight both ways. <laughs> three pounds different. Who's heavier? Yeah. He's three pounds fatter than me. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's not a dig. That's just reality. <laughs> How have you liked squad leader role? Um, I like I like it because the responsibility falls on me, so like my boys don't get blamed for it. So if something goes wrong, it's my fault, and now I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take on that burden for my guys and then i'll fix it from here and then from then on i go to y'all and be like hey what did i do wrong is there something i need to fix or is there something i need to improve on um because i'm i'm a personality of very like i want to take care of the people i love and that also means taking the burden off of them so like sometimes you see me when we have to do things i get this habit of trying to do everything on my own so i don't bother y'all Mm -hmm. like um like plotting routes or uh putting up op order i'm trying to do everything on my own so to give you guys downtime mm -hmm. but um like i said i asked y'all for feedback and one time text came up to me i was like bro what the fuck are you doing give me your mags like you can't do this all by mm -hmm. yourself oh i was there actually i think yeah both you of us there. loaded your mags while you were mm -hmm. planning that yeah but i am jaunt through the forest it's a lot of um thinking i think team leader role you just fucking have fun as a team leader but squad leader is more of a like you're constantly thinking you're not hyper focusing on some like one thing you just called us dumb as shit no, that's not what i, that's said, not what I called y'all team leaders it, i feel like it's just fun because you can be literally like stupidest person on earth and still like do your job right but squad leader <laughs> Squad leader takes a four-year degree plus a master's. It's in a philosophical mindset. 
It's for so. the learned gentlemen. <laughs> yes. It's the house of learned doctors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like the role because I like taking care pants. of my guys. Yeah. Well, it's also like a good part of leadership is is like you were saying, taking the blame. I think another way to say that is taking the uh, oh, allowing your team to learn by doing and messing up because that's the only way that you're going to learn is if you try yeah. and sometimes you fail. Yeah. You learn a lot more from failure than you do from from success. That uh, from is true. Success, right? And so, like allowing people to know, hey, it's all good. Like I got your back if shit goes down. Like you know, zero one or zero three is not going to get up your ass about it. Like I'll handle it. But then also, it's important to let them know that, like, hey, you also have to have personal accountability. Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, let fucking dad come in and always be like, oh, no, I'll take care of it for you. It's like, you, as a leader, as a proper leader, you need to be able to delegate and you need to uh, kind of enforce that, that, uh, that standard of, um, of action, but also of, of responsibility in your men. Yeah. I think uh, Tex made a good point on the drive back from that trip. We did the FMP, the big FMP. What what did I say? I was like, I told you like, yeah, I know I have a habit of like, I don't know. You told me to kind of like own up and like, what's it called? Like be more assertive. Right. In reference to what? Yeah, You are not an assertive person in general. Yeah. Which is not a bad. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's why so, he has but what two are you henchmen? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's dumb and dumber over here <laughs> to do his bidding. But what are you referencing? Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, hey, it, let me let me give an example. So, this is an example with with Utex during ACLC mm-hmm. um, when we were doing the, the leadership course and. Um, there's a moment when you were team leader or squad leader squad rather, leader. and um, you were, I forget exactly what you were doing, but uh, I know exactly what was happening. Yeah. You want to tell that story? Yeah. yeah and well, we've talked about we it on here. About? Yeah. We talked about it on here before, <laughs> but again, um, yeah. So we had just started doing this. Everybody rotates through being squad leader. I happened to be first up, which was like nerve wracking in itself. And then we were limited on time. And like you were saying, you're thinking about a lot of things. Yeah. But also, it's a lot of people that you don't really know because there's people from everywhere. But what happened was we had a guy that was hit on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. And he was down. Mm-hmm. And so I sent, set up security on this side, sent one security on that side, and then sent people to get him. And they were, like, walking across this road. Open and field. Then, and mm-hmm. then they were on the guy that was hit. And they were, like, and he was dead, by the way, in this scenario. And they were talking to him. I was just like, quit fucking talking to the dead guy. But I said that, but I wasn't actually giving a call to action and like getting their ass moving. Mm -hmm. So I was not nearly as assertive as I should have been in that moment Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to look like an asshole, which I'm normally even just like you. And you'd probably say, I'm not like a super assertive person even now. Mm. Like Mm. I would, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah. I I wouldn't think so. No, I think I would, I would say that you're one of the better leaders I've ever met. Well, thank you. That's, that's, that's very kind. Not not trying to butter your biscuit. Like I'm, I'm. We'll do that later. Yeah, you're well, saying the night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wake up being spooned. Uh, <laughs> so, so no, I, I I do think you are, and you do it in a in a slightly different way than I do, which I try to learn from you. But like, 
you do it a lot of lead by example and you also sit and you listen and you wait and you intake the information that you know you're seeing around you and then you make a call i'm a lot more like all right sit the fuck down let's talk about this this is what i'm thinking what is your input on that yes where you are more like all right cool you kind of let people do their thing and then you take action but you take decisive action there yeah. so you're not like you you do the reverse of what i do yeah but better well it's all the same the same thing is happening in yeah. both of those sure it's a different order of operations sure we're getting the same but yeah that's something i've had to learn along the way for sure is to be able to like stand up for yourself and when things yep. need to happen to be able to be the guy to make it happen oh can i tell a story real quick you may about about the leadership course yep so i said earlier i was like zero three didn't give a fuck about me when i first saw him and i was very intimidated by him because he's like oh, uh, yeah most people do is get Viking. intimidated by zero three when they first meet yeah him. dude he's got he's got that stare that will just like kind of murder you. murder you yeah. uh and then murder you again when he blinks i think the first time i met him he just grunted at me <laughs> like, what's yeah. up and he's like mm. <laughs> Like, uh, what's the movie with Sling Blade? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he walks by, I was like, what's up? And it, was, it sounded like this. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That checks out a million times. But now that we've gotten to know him, we we're all together. Like, yeah. the sweetest guy. Oh, he's the sweetest Most guy. Most thoughtful guy. He gave, he gave you the best gift ever that, um, so we'll talk about uh, yeah. kind of our, our exploits this this past weekend. Uh, but he gave, he gave uh, me a gift for my birthday that we enjoyed plentifully for breakfast uh, for breakfast <laughs> uh which was great uh fantastic tequila uh shout out zero three uh, but the moment that like it was the part of aclc that is burned into my fucking brain because i was it was like the one positive thing <laughs> one positive. <laughs> everything of course the whole experience is positive you come out of it you're like i am i, I feel like superman yeah it's the reason why i drink dos Equis now it's because that's what we got after yeah and i was best like, beer you ever had i was like this is the best beer i ever had so um anyway it was uh during that i was squad leader and uh i was doing like a uh a, a plan of movement and um i sat i was kind of like standing around everyone was pulling security around us and um one of these guys started chirping at me and he was like he was like hey i don't i don't think that we should go that way because you know whatever and I just look at him like, your job is not to talk to me. Your job is to pull security. <laughs> and I just, I just feel a little tap in my butt. And I turn around and zero three is smiling from ear to ear. And he just <laughs> gives me two big thumbs up and goes, good job. <laughs> <laughs> and I look, I look next to him. Zero one's just ear to ear too. And I'm like, I did a good job. <laughs> From that moment on, zero three was a homie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I needed to see. I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah right. It's him, yeah, right? It was okay. the guy. It was the guy. <laughs> the same guy that you posted on security for you and I to do at Leaders Recon, and then we came back and he was just gone. He was just gone. He was just gone. Where and zero go? one was just like shrugged, like yeah. We're like, what happened? He's like, he just walked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulling security, he just walked away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was going on a vision quest. <laughs> he was like, I got other plans, actually. Yeah. Your job well, is not to tell me where to be. I think I'll just do whatever I want. Yeah. He had other plans last last day, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he had other plans the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Not good leadership. Um, 
But yeah, yeah he was he was a boss than the leader. Yeah, from what I heard, <laughs> he, the boss. That dude, that dude got put as squad leader for five minutes. Yeah, because all, all of five minutes, he was literally yelling orders at people, and he didn't know what he was doing, but he was just being an asshole. And zero one was like, "What is your job?" And he's like, <laughs> "I'm squad leader." And he goes. Go pick somebody else to take your job. <laughs> he was all of five minutes. He was a squad leader. Yeah. And that was the end of that. Yeah. And that's why oh, he was acting man. like he was acting. Yeah. He was a little butt hurt. A little booty tight. Yep. So, you know, we talk about leadership. One part of leadership, a very important part of leadership, is enforcing standards among your men uh, and, and those that you are charged with leading. Uh, and whether that is, you know, standards of conduct, whether that's standards like physical standards, physical capability and athleticism, uh, shooting standards, land nav standards, anything like that um, is also important. It's one thing that, you know, in the group that we train in, uh, you know, we have our own standards both for, you know, basically everything I just said. Yeah. Physicality, shooting, um, land nav, uh, you know, medical, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's something that, you know, you were talking earlier text about how, you know, I, I like to go to, you know, the range and do a bunch of time shit and compete and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I fucking love standards. Um, but you know, as uh, the two other leaders on the team, are, are y'all, what, what's kind of like your take on, on standards, not only within our group, but also how do you. How do you enforce that within your man? Yeah, so every group needs standards um, or, or should have standards. Otherwise, it's just kind of a conglomerate of people do, hobbying. It's hobbyists. Mm -hmm. We talked mm -hmm. about this before, too. Yeah, It's just uh, LARPing. Yeah, as soon as you introduce standards, it becomes a little bit more professional and, and real. Um, the tricky part is how do you enforce? Mm -hmm. um, but I was talking with another group on Instagram about this exact thing. He was starting up shooting standards for the group and he's like what are your standards which we're actually about to start posting um and how do you enforce them and that's kind of the hard part because what is this everybody's volunteering to be part of this how can you what is the penalty for not mm -hmm. reaching it and i don't know the answer to that uh, well yeah. with standards i try to <clears throat> i mean it weeds out the people that like you said are hobbyists like if you introduce standards Especially they, physical standards. Yeah, they don't want to do it, and then they'll stop showing up. That that was even before you came on. That was kind of what it was like. People who are not really into it would not show up on that day, and then now they feel like an outcast because they didn't show up, and that they just stopped showing up altogether. Yeah, type of thing. But for to enforce it, everybody's a volunteer here. But I think it'll be a good idea if you try to make it fun. I know it's not fun doing the physical one, but I don't know, just being right next to them. If they fall behind, just fall behind with them and be like, hey, what's going on? Let's yeah. like pace each other. Yeah, I think making a fun will make them, I don't know, motivated to try and not let you down if they're struggling. Well, I that's think just, that's just my thinking. That's what's in my head. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a really good point that like as a leader, you need to be you know, obviously all of us do, uh, being like the three of us, do a lot of, and all the other guys in the group, of course, but like three of us as leaders in the group spend a lot of time, you know, 
doing physical shit and shooting shit and all that kind of stuff that keep us sharp, you know, all the time, like literally all me and Tex just got back from three days of doing that shit. Um, and so was it hot? <laughs> do you said, see my sunburn, <laughs> sir? <laughs> we said we have never been more perpetually sweaty than on this trip. Was, like just, you were just soaked. You were just dripping. There's beads of sweat everywhere. You're like dripping sweat. Yeah. <laughs> you want to change your clothes and you realize that it's just, it, you will be dry for all of three seconds. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're garbage people. Um, but I think like, because like our, your job as a leader, when you do standards day, stuff like that, where you're supposed to be leading your men is not to test yourself. You should be doing that on a daily basis. Your job there is to make sure that your other men reach their full potential during that time. So like you were saying, Caden, when, when we were doing, you know, when we do that, if, if you're, you see some guys, you know, falling towards the back, you also fall towards the back, pace them, encourage them, all that kind of stuff. Cause you know, you should be shit hot at those standards already. Yeah. Otherwise, why are you going to enforce them? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, for sure. That's the leading by example part. Like you got a shooting standards, shooting standards. You got to just, I mean, you got to rip through them for sure. Yep. I mean, but the, the goals have everybody on that level, right? That's why it's a standard. Yeah. And then from there you get better. But I think, just having a culture of dudes who do it by themselves. Like if, if you have 10 guys who are all doing it by themselves, fitness, shooting, all of that, it's going to just naturally bring up everybody else. Yeah. It's a culture thing. I think it, we do have that culture. Yeah. Yeah. What did they say is, I think it was like the four minute mile. Everyone thought it was impossible until one person did it. And then a bunch of people started doing it. Yeah. Same kind of thing where, you know, our standards are, I wouldn't say they're like out there. They're not incredibly hard from a phys, like I'm talking about physical stand standpoint. Oh no, no. It's, it's tough, but it's really just meant to be like, Hey, can you endure a little bit of a suck fest? Yeah. Um, they're not impossible, but even just, you know, you got a new guy coming out. Maybe he doesn't do a whole lot of physical stuff. Yeah, He's a little of- nervous. And you know, the first time I did it, like I was a little nervous or whatever. And, um, you know, was talking, the first time you did it ACLC? Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to Tex about it, and he was like, "Yeah, man, it's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we both paced each other, mm-hmm. and goddamn, finished first. What's up?" But right. um, y'all finished first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the whole thing is like, if you have somebody who is a little nervous about it or whatever has done it before, um, run with them. Or just let them know, hey, it's actually not that big of a deal. You know, it's this is literally meant to be here to make you better and thus make the entire group better. And so it's bigger than yourself. Yeah. It's not you're not doing this for you. Sure, a little bit of it is, but like you're you're doing this to better the group, and that's why the entire group has your back when you do it. That is also like you the ACLC is also like a standard. Like it's the same concept. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you are doing that. Yes. For you. And just to know that you can get through it, but also like I can look at you and say, yeah, that dude got standards. That dude got standards. He's been through what I've been through. Yep. I can trust him. Yep. Yeah. I, I felt a whole lot closer to you after we did it, man. Yeah. Like we went through the, I mean, I know you talked about it on the podcast before, but like I was listening to you talk about it and I was like, shit. Yeah. Like I started to look at photos 
<laughs> from that and I, like just both of us were putting we're putting on <laughs> we're putting on face paint and and like thousand yard stairs that you can see through sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and the reality is is that like you know w- was it hard yes uh is it impossible zero percent um is it harder than what the vast vast majority of people will ever do yes but can the vast vast majority of people do it also yes yeah and so you need to understand like this is not meant to be impossible most things are not impossible you just got to fucking do them mm-hmm. and if you have homies around you to help you and you got a good leader who's going to help you do it you're golden yeah so how excited are you to be on the other side of it here in a couple months because now we get to be cadre I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so stoked. I'm excited too because now this class, I have nobody that I really. Oh my God. I (laughs) I bet you feel like I got no one I care about anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But like, just the, I know, and I know you guys talked about the podcast before. I just got to talk about it again because (laughs) when when we were just, me me and Tex were were in line, you know, when when y'all were checking our rucks and you had, you know, of course, Caden always got a vape on him and I got a thing on me and he, uh, he's trying to like, he's trying to put it in my hand and I'm like pulling my hand back and I'm like, don't give it to me. <laughs> he's like, dude, come on. You can just have a little bit. I'm like, stop. But he's like, I just, I just want to help. <laughs> I, just, I care yeah. about you. He's <laughs> looking for any small thing to just make this suck a little bit less. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew if I took that vape. And a cloud came out of my mouth. I would, the next thing I would see would be zero three's fist up my ass. <laughs> I would be like, don't touch them. <laughs> Spot fault. I gave it to him. It, you drop immediately. Start doing 20 pushups. <laughs> Without even saying anything. Just start pushing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is it is being able to uh have a lifestyle that you put forth for yourself and i know like a lot of people have kids a lot of people have wives and families and all that kind of stuff and with that comes a lot of responsibility and with that also comes a lot of excuses potentially for why you can't do stuff and reasons and reasons well yeah responsibility i I count as reasons you know Yeah, yeah 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 um but with that also comes excuses of oh i'm too busy for this i'm too busy for that and the reality is that when you start having more responsibilities yeah absolutely like you will be too busy for a lot of stuff but it doesn't mean that you can't take care of yourself physically it does not mean that you can't dry fire in your garage it doesn't mean that you can't you know i don't have you know you you and me text just spent the weekend on 1500 acres mm-hmm. outside here in east texas shooting a thousand yards we will talk about in a second because i'm very excited about it yeah we but, can just get into that oh well let me let me finish the thought Why don't first you just let the thought let finish what what about the wow. gator story okay we'll get to that so <laughs> really fucking with his head right the, now. the thing is the <laughs> thing is though, like, <laughs> is that is that no i don't even listen to him uh <laughs> the thing is though that like you know with all those responsibilities that you have especially as you get older there's a lot of excuses you know a lot of us live in cities or in places where we don't have, you know, a fucking grand thumb style range to go out and do all these shoot and move drills. And that's fine. But it is not an excuse to not be a good shot. 
you right. can go to your local range, especially if they allow you to draw from the holster. Most do, especially in this area. Um, go work on your draws, go work on your shooting, be a competent shooter, know how to handle yourself with a weapon because there's no excuse not to. Similarly, there's no excuse not to be able to handle yourself in terms of being, you know, physically fit and capable of that piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you're not fat piece of shit with all the fucking fast food you eat. But if I did not put in the work I put in, I would be you'd be three hundred pounds. You could roll me down a hallway. Hundred <laughs> percent. We'd be escaping like an Indiana Jones boulder. <laughs> me and Katie would be fucking sprinting out of this warehouse. <laughs> Indiana Jones. That just process. Say Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> say it. Say. I, I've never seen that movie. Just so say Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. No. Now say, no. no, say it how I mean it. <laughs> Hold on. I got I to come up with an accent here. Come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Nailed it, dude. So good. Goddamn. <laughs> Oh my God. We're going to get canceled for this. How? I'm right here. That's true. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our weekend, Hollywood. Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, fucking probably 20 times in this podcast so far, it was my birthday. And um, I don't like birthdays. So I didn't want to do a party or anything like that. Um, I just wanted to go out into the woods and shoot stuff with the boys and uh so that's exactly what we did that's a party though yeah fuck yeah it is and so uh another homie of mine he's a old school texan like family been here for over 100 years and they've had a ranch for over 100 years that is about 1500 acres it was a black angus ranch um out in east texas and he was kind enough to invite me uh tex and one of our other homies out there and um we went out there with conservatively speaking 20 guns yeah the most expensive jeep gladiator to ever hit the road (laughs) (laughs) is what we were riding in you see all those jeep gladiators with like you know they're they're crazy lifted and they got all these like sparkles on it and shit didn't hold a candle just like that but then also then like on the way up there called geico and was like, I need to raise my insurance policy on this. <laughs> if we would have totaled that. If we would have totaled that, I would lose my house. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just gone, I would have just stayed in the truck forever. Yeah. I'd be like, I am here now. Yeah, because we would have murdered <laughs> in it. <laughs> I'm like, finally, my wife's going to know how much all this costs. It can't, it can't happen. <laughs> Let me make it up to you by giving you my life insurance policy. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'll never eventually recover from this. And then she sees the life insurance policy. She's like, nah, I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> I could buy more useless cloth. <laughs> Dang, is she going to listen to this? Jesus Christ, no, dude. Even if she did, she would not care. No. she. I've, I have the best wife on planet Earth. The She's, best wife. She is the best. And, um, He's only saying that because now he's like, shit, is she going to listen to this? <laughs> no, I'm trying to I'm trying to say nice things about her that are not uh, personally identifiable. Let's just leave it at the fact that she's awesome. I'm very thankful for her. And I'm also thankful that um, 
the two gentlemen on my left and right have not told her how much my hobby costs. Yes. Yes. And we are thankful that she, me, you, she shares you with me. Oh. Yeah, you had to figure out the order of operations of that one, didn't you? Yeah. You're like, wait, who am I married to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got the balance down now. You know what she said the other day? She said, What'd she say? She said, Your love inspires me. And I thought she was talking about like how much I love her. And she was talking about the love that you and I share. <laughs> <laughs> but it adds out. It adds yeah, up. It adds up. It checks out. We spend a lot of time uh, together. You're a good man. Thank you, Caden. Yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, so we're out here. Well, we pull into this place, and it is like, I've been to a lot of ranches, grew up near a lot of ranches, and so I was expecting that. And we roll into this place, three cabins, four cabins. Four cabins. There's no, no, American, a cabin and a bunch of beautiful homes. Yeah, the homes have cabins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's just epic. There's a lake, like a whole lake, not a little tank. Not a pond. No, this a is a lake, lake that is a this. mile and a half long Nuts. and wide. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Filled with gators. Filled with gators. Yeah. So all sorts of acts. I mean, it was just like a dude's wet dream, basically. Yeah. And the guy who lives there is the, the sweetest chillest. dude ever. Yes. He's awesome. And he couldn't be more excited that we were coming up. We walk out in there with like fucking five pelican cases. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I'll be right there. <laughs> and he comes over. He's like, you know, he brings it all. He's got, you know, this crazy like Vietnam era night vision. And he's got like a. So it's a PBS 7. PBS, PBS 7. 7. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got a, uh, a mini 14 that shoots 762 by 39. He calls this pig smasher with the thermal on with it. With a thermal on it. It probably does smash pigs. A hundred percent. It's murdered a lot. Of <laughs> yes, dude. It's taken a lot of pig lives. Yeah. And and he's just like And then we just like pull out PBS, a helmet with PBS a 14, 14. Yeah. a belt. And a RH twenty five thermal attached to my URGI. Yeah. And we were like, have a look at this. Yeah. And he's like, what is this white frost stuff? It's like it's white phosphorus, but also uh, white frost. Like, Give me that white frosty. We're like, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm not gonna correct you because I like this place. Yeah, I want to be invited back. It actually is a white frosty. <laughs> <laughs> and you could use it whenever you want. He tried it on too. He tried it on and he was what, like What was his reaction? It, he was I think it was it was a very conflicted reaction because part of his brain, he told us earlier, by the way, he spent seven thousand dollars back in the day back in the day five years ago not even back on the, the pbs7 on the pbs7 he said spent seven thousand dollars on that and i i put we were we were out on the boat uh we were bow fishing for gar and uh hunting alligators and he's like hey, let me let me put on that helmet because i had my you know uh set up on he's been he's been waiting to say that to you since the moment he saw that <laughs> he, he was just waiting his time I, I, <laughs> well you know he walked in with this ruger mini 14 and this pbs7 like wait till these fuckers see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you think pull out a 14 and the mark 18 <laughs> yeah he's like is that a this. grenade launch <laughs> what are y'all hunting <laughs> what? yeah I pull out the mark 18 with a grenade launcher and he's like <laughs> <laughs> did you bring grenades <laughs> <laughs> it's in pelican case number four yeah 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 just that that tan one over there um and yeah he tried it on he was like fuck because <laughs> he realized that it's 
a third of the price of what he spent on another one, Seven. and it's twenty times better. But okay, either way, he he was absolutely amazing the whole time. He is amazing. I really hope we go hang out with him again. And he was like basically our like our Sherpa. our Sherpa, yeah. our like dude weekend Sherpa. Anything that we wanted to do, we would do. So the first night. We went out, we walked, it's 1,500 fucking acres. So yeah. you can walk it all day and not see 10% of it. So we went out with nods and our thermals and went pig hunting the first night. Didn't see a fucking thing. Mm -mm. Uh, That's why except hunting, till, not killing. Exactly. Except till the end when, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen, like, have you ever gone gator hunting, Caden? No. Okay. So. Wait, what do we hear first? So. Or I'll. Please. Okay, so we're walking. We've been walking this whole entire time, and we're walking next to a tank. This is like a, this is actually a pond now, not the huge yeah. lake. So a separate pond. And like you, when you're outside, you hear things. You hear bugs. You hear frogs. You hear maybe your, like like peltors in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like you hear like fish. They'll swim, and then we just heard like in the water. So like we're on this road. There's reeds, like tall grass, and then just water. So yeah. like right there, and we just hear. <laughs> splashing around yeah. that was a terrible <laughs> terrible representation of splashing thankfully you said that i didn't have to a huge movement in this water and we just all like freeze and we're like that was something massive it sounded like aquatic death <laughs> yes fucking alligator he's like yeah we got gators i'm like fuck i've never been around a gator <laughs> yeah i don't know what the fuck to do one which you told us that earlier yeah that uh, nice. two turns out when you shine a light across water and you see two red marbles staring back at you that's a gator no so mm -hmm. frog eyes are green just gator eyes are red just like this like they're up yep. just the eyes up yep. yeah and uh so we hear that sound our all of us four of us out there our heads just boom, <laughs> go right to the right and we're like all right uh it is coming towards us <laughs> really fast we are the hunted and <laughs> the predators begin to prey in about half a second and so we all we all have, have guns on us obviously and so uh and we're loaded up with 77 grain because we we're going to be hunting pigs yeah and so immediately tex goes let's kill this motherfucker <laughs> and so we just boom we just light him up with the the flashlights make sure we're on and that's the eerie part we lit him up and he was across the pond and he just came right at us. Yeah. These, these like, eyes. He, he was and closer yeah. and closer. not scared. He was about that action. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you want fucking, you want the smoke? I have never heard of what 77 grain is before. Apparently it was the second thought that yeah. went through his head before we dumped <laughs> six rounds into his fucking dome. Yeah. So that was our first night, which is epic. So he was probably like, I'm going to fuck these dude up. Yep. Done. Done. Yep. Yeah, done. <laughs> yeah, that was the first night we we were we were out till three a.m. that night. Um, then we all turned in, and then we woke up the next morning. Turns out the guy who was hosting us sleeps four hours a night, and so Damn. he was at it <laughs> he, the next to make morning. The most out of that seven. He was <laughs> at it, and so um, the next day, what 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 did we do, Tex? The next day, the next day we shot. <laughs> from this dude's back porch across the lake and he has a little range set up with yeah. steel targets so he can just sit on his back porch and shoot nuts um ideal setup 
And then we went and shot pistols. Yep. We recorded some of those standards that are going to be going up on your page soon, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then um, we set up, we did like some distance shooting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we set up, so we set up, uh, I got a bunch of steel targets, some, and so do you, uh, Tex, and we set them all up. We put one uh, at 100, little uh, A-zone steel target. We put another A-zone at 200, another A-zone at 450. We put uh, a popper at 750, and then we put a C-zone steel at 1,000. Yes. And so we set up under this tree, this beautiful oak, and um, we laid in the back of his gigantic-ass 250 that literally held me and Tex laying down legs spread out legs spread out in the back of it and i was like my truck has never felt smaller dude 250 <laughs> is my fucking dream truck dude it's the black widow too i know it's i can't widow. drive that shit i'm pretty sure i'm sure i can't fucking park it but <laughs> dude this is this <laughs> is a truck that it was built for driving across 1500 acres and that's it, it oh how about your Jeep driving across the <laughs> So <laughs> I mentioned that we put a C-Zone steel target at 1,000 meters. Before we did that, uh, we had to cross uh, this field. And we were, you know, we, maybe we were at 900 meters away from where we were set up to shoot. Uh, and we were kind of inching our way over there. And, and me and Tex looked at each other like, that looks kind of like a marsh. We probably shouldn't drive through that. And so I call. The grass is above the hood of the Jeep, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tall Jeep. Yeah. And it is a little treacherous, a little sketchy. And so I call my homie, who's very familiar with the ranch. And I was like, hey, like, is it cool that we drive across this? Like, is it all right? And he goes, yeah, bro, just put it in four-wheel drive and gun that shit. <laughs> and I'm like okay okay and so i'm driving and i look over at tex and he's like yeah you probably should uh you probably should gun it dude because like if it's marshy but don't get stuck and i just go okay <laughs> and so i gun that bitch into a ditch and about a three to about a three to four foot creek that was running in this yeah and about three foot wide yeah and we just go straight into it and your nose goes straight into my dash yeah straight i can see it, it right now <laughs> he was yeah. ugly before but god damn yeah. damn <laughs> that was fucked up dude free nose job is what i got free nose job yeah it was brutal i was like just looking around like i don't know reaching for something and we're going and he hits this and i just like i don't even there's we're driving and then my face is in the dash and i come up and i'm like oh my, i touched my nose blood i'm like holy shit i just broke my nose yeah and Pats looks at me he's like yeah you might have just broke your nose <laughs> <laughs> there's just shit all over the dash not everything and yeah, we were splatter. firmly stuck yeah and um I was remember. there any damage to the so i was or? i was just to my fucking face <laughs> i was a little stressed because i was like damn like not only did this trip maybe just become a little less awesome uh, i might have <laughs> i might have totally fucked my car yeah and you know we're looking at it and we're like well it actually seems totally fine and at least from what we could tell well it's in a fucking ditch <laughs> Uh, but so we, we call up the dude with his gigantic ass 250 and we're like, 
So <laughs> four wheel drive didn't get us over. <laughs> and uh, he comes over with his car and looks at me and says, did you break your fucking nose? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Can we also get a toe? <laughs> uh, and so he backs his truck up and I got a, a, a winch on the front of mine. And so I just put it to the, to his, uh, you know, his, his hitch and tow my ass out of there. And I was floor again. I said, remember, I never felt like my truck was smaller. Yeah. Uh, I'm towing my not so small truck out of this fucking ditch. It's like his car didn't squat. It didn't move. Nothing. <laughs> it, just, it just boop right out of there. And I'm like, <laughs> did I just get big dick by a fucking truck, dude? <laughs> and and it uh it popped out no problem. And then we drove over to the yeah. the one thousand. Then we we um we set it up. Then we we sat down to shoot, and it was no problem for us to obviously the hundred, two hundred, four fifty was cool, especially the SPRs. The seven fifty was tough because it was in some reeds and we couldn't really tell where our impacts were. But we were we came with the specific intent to shoot a thousand yards at this range or at this, at this property. We set it up. We've got, you know, both of our bolt guns down, all of our ammo that we spent too much money on. And we're like, let's fucking go. We sent our first round down range and I'm, I'm calling for, for text. Yeah. He sends it down range. I'm like, no call. Second round. No call. Dollar 50, dollar 50. (laughs) Third round. The exact same thing. (laughs) Could, but could you see on your spotting scope? Could you see I couldn't the target? See his, I could see it. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. See the target. Uh, I couldn't see his bullet trace. Um, but it's I, because this grass is four foot. The so grass is four foot around There's it. no dirt kicking up where you, can, yeah. where you can walk it in. And so remember earlier when we were talking about how the guy who, who owns this property is like down as fuck. Yeah. He was like so jazzed to hit because he's also a big game hunter. And so he was like, you know he loves this kind of shit and and difficult things with guns and so he was like we got we got to do it we just we have to do it we we ended up being like hey it's not gonna happen today we'll try it again tomorrow we all go back to the cabin he's like i'm gonna make that happen tomorrow (laughs) and we were telling him like well we can't see you know we can't walk it in because we don't know where the bullet impact is all you know that and the other and he's like i think i can handle that so the next morning he gets up he mows three football fields what the fuck? Worth, worth of grass. Of grass. <laughs> By the way, that's not run- an exaggeration. 300 yards. He made a rectangle. Yeah. Like, Around that target. Like, yes. Like- yes. Yes. And then he also took his tractor and just scalped like 100 yards of it so that you could see the dirt and it's easier to see impacts. Yeah. And meanwhile, just a side note here, valuable note. He runs a hay farm, like a really high-end hay farm. And so he, that probably cost him a thousand dollars in lost hay. He's like, we're gonna make it fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> and and so he ends up he ends up scalping a bunch of his literal product. And <laughs> and a, uh so for the boys. We we end up, you know, Ultimate doing that. For the boy, man. And me and me and Tex and, and the other homies are are sitting up under this oak tree watching him do this and we're like oh surely he's done now once he did 100 yards of it and he just kept going and we're just sitting there with the, our our jaws on the floor just like is he going to he's continue okay oh that's three football fields yeah <laughs> <laughs> made it happen and he made it happen yeah 
Then we ended up sitting in the uh, in the back of that truck and crushing a number of thousand yard shots like it was nothing. <sighs> so rewarding. Yeah. So rewarding shooting, and then three seconds later, hearing a ping, like a very faint, or like is it? It depends on which target. The swinger hit. target, which yeah. was small, the one that you gave me. Yeah. That your that your buddy got that one. The, uh, like made like a, a yeah the popper. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. He five finger discounted from the. Um, we don't talk about fight club <laughs> um yeah so that one makes a noise but it's not like a loud ping the other one that he has makes it's like a zone ping yeah yeah that one is so just guess we got our dope figured out and then it was just nice and the cool part was we got the other guys they hit it as well yeah at a, at a thousand once guys we who you know they run bolt guns but they do it for hunting so you're talking yeah. you know inside of 300 yards on a good day and they sat down on both my gun and texas gun and i mean there was the the guy who, who owns that property he did it the first he hit one in like four or shots. five rounds yeah yeah shots. it was excellent like really impressive he was jazzed and we feel like next time we see him he's gonna have like a fucking mrad <laughs> With like a, have a little with because like a, he can. Hey yeah. oh, boys, yeah. I can't yeah. even pick you up. With like a Mark Six on it and like a fucking night vision scope. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go wild. You're gonna go present the quad tubes. Yeah. So the literally the next thing, as soon as he hit a thousand yards, he was like, "What are we doing a mile?" And me and Tex look at each other like, "Okay, literally whenever you want to, <laughs> I will drive up here." specifically for that <laughs> and then we go up to his he was he was saying earlier yeah, you know, how he's got that shooting range up on his his porch yeah and uh he's like well you look because it's on the lake he's like well if you look over there that's over a mile in that direction on the lake so we could just set up a shooting wrench a rest here and we could just like you know lob drink drink cocktails and lob rounds out to it <laughs> it's a 1600 and uh yeah i've never been happier in my entire life <laughs> did, you, did you hit the mile target no no we, we just didn't set, set it up, up. Oh, next time. time yeah oh, right. next time yeah yeah but epic epic weekend yeah yeah but also it's just another you know and and i'm sure folks will be listening to this being like must be nice and the answer is yeah it is fucking nice but also <laughs> so fuck y'all so fuck you no it, it is nice and i this is a life that i definitely didn't think i'd be living especially you know up until very recently but um it's also like you can go and do this kind of shooting in it doesn't have to be on someone's property like there's a lot of places that you can go out especially around this area where you can you can put in long distance shots even if it's out to like 400 like if you can put in the time and get to know the dope of your gun like it's good training. It's fun as fuck too. Also, dude, you could it doesn't have to be like this luxurious ranch or whatever. No. If you made friends with a farmer who their crop is not in season yes. and they have an open field and you and your boys can slide them 20 bucks each to say, "Hey, can we just like use your field that's just sitting yeah. here?" Yeah, and I guarantee you. Bro, I and you know he's you know he's comfortable with guns. Yes. You know it's all good, and I guarantee you that's such an easy hack right there. And you can also offer and be like, if we see any hogs, we'll kill them for you here. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Hey, you see, you see an empty cornfield somewhere. I wouldn't suggest going up and knocking on someone's door at all. In full kit. In full kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, a proposal. Just rock up with your fucking bolt gun, all spray painted. They're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
next thing you see is going to be two barrels. No, it doesn't have to be luxurious. Like you can be creative and find a way. Like we turn that birthday weekend into valuable training. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Everything could be good training. Physical shooting. Yeah. We got physical in as well. No. Because the fucking boat died in oh, Gator Lake. God damn it. The motor died. I almost when, on purpose forgot about When we that. got to the furthest point, it was just done. Mostly because we were had five dudes on it, all over 200 pounds. And we looked at the boat and it says like max weight, four persons or 500 pounds. And we had damn, a 40 500. horsepower motor trying yeah. to just chug along through this. <laughs> and we were trying to, so <laughs> the the guy who runs it was like, all right, we're going to go, we're going to go, uh, you know, bow fishing for gar. And I was like, fuck yeah. And so we got these two bows and he's like, looks at, at me and Tex and are like, y'all want to bring one of your guns? And we're like, fucking threaten us with a good time. <laughs> and so we got a, we got a Mark 18 and like two bows on this, on this boat. And, um, we're like, I wonder what we're going to use this gun for. <laughs> and, and he's like, Oh, uh, by the way, cause his mother was there too, who also lives in the property and, and, uh, she loves Like I literally was out there with, with my URGI yeah. and we were showing him what like sim rounds were. And so I brought my URGI up and she's, you know, where I'm from, people don't love, especially older folks are not like super into like you showing up with a super weird looking AR, but I literally brought it up and I was like, talking i was like hey i'm just gonna you know me and me and tex are gonna be just be like testing out these these sim rounds she's like oh don't worry about it, darling and he goes hold on a second can i take a picture of you and i'm like okay and i like <laughs> i hold up my urgi and smile and she's like i just love guns my whole family loves guns i just want to show them this photo and i'm like that's very cute yeah the coolest, <laughs> uh, the coolest lady and but she does not like her son killing the gators her son Loves killing the gators. The gators eat the beavers. Yeah. She oh, wants the okay. beavers dead. Yeah. And so apparently there is a 12-foot gator in this lake. And so that is what the Mark 18 was for. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, we saw it. Or it, it a, really. A big gator. It, it saw us. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I can't fathom a 12-foot. How big is that? Imagine like, you that ten times two. Imagine so that'll be me and Tex standing on top of each other just a little shorter than that. Basically, from this wall to probably to my boot right there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. A dinosaur. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. It's I like have. that. That. That's pretty fucking big. Yeah. Yeah. Big enough to eat you. Yeah. I'll just hold hold his mouth shut. Right. That's what you do. Yeah, you with do gators, that. Right. Those yeah. Little, those soft hands. I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on, shake my hand. I'm not shaking your hand. Shake my hand. <laughs> Two per time we hang out. I already told you. <laughs> Get too touchy with me. No, we go. We go out there, and, and he's you know he loves playing with the gators, and so. He's like wanting us to get on the edges, like near the reeds, because he wants to catch like the baby ones by hand. Yeah. Like you're talking about, like you can close their mouths and everything. And he's like, Yeah, we'll catch like a dozen of these and like throw them in the boat. And meanwhile, I'm on the back. He's in the driver's seat. Other homies are on the front. And Tex is just standing in the middle of the boat. And he just looks at him and is like, I'm sorry, where are we throwing them? <laughs> I was like, right here where I'm standing is what you're saying? Like, right here is where you want 10 gators? Yeah, he's like, what, you worried about your toes getting hurt? And he's like, yes. Actually, yeah, those are fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> so so he's driving us up, like, weed whacking his way through this, like, uh, these lily pads and stuff. And it, it just sounds like he's making salad. 
the whole yeah. time. He's like a, making a smoothie. Yeah. And so he is ramming us into the side of this of this lake. So, you know, our homie <laughs> in the front can grab these gators. <laughs> and he does yeah. the last one and he's just gunning it into this uh, you know, the side of the, the lake. And uh <laughs> he, you know, tries to turn it over again and it does not start. And we are basically marooned. <laughs> And so he tries to start it again for, I don't know, a million, a million times, breaks the key off in the the ignition. How long were y'all out there? Too long. Oh, (laughs) oh, I, I kept tabs. (laughs) We were there for two fucking hours. And you know me, I get super impatient and we were like, can we please start doing something else? Like a trolling motor or something. And he's like, no, no, we're not there yet. (laughs) Like, yeah, this is going to turn over. I'm just like seething, just me and Tex <laughs> look at each other, and like all we need to do is look at each other. And I knew exactly how we, we felt exactly the same. Yeah, because me and you are like we're like all right, cool problem, fix the problem, fix the problem, and the problem isn't keep trying a futile task that will not solve the fucking problem. <laughs> and so we They'll end make up it worse. We end up uh, <laughs> after what seemed like an eternity. Finally, like let's get the one paddle that's one in this paddle. boat. One paddle. Somebody's got to carry the boat. <laughs> yeah. And it was us. Primarily, actually, Tex, because he was at the front, and I'm a princess. Because so yeah, he, wa- he wanted to get the fuck out of there. I was give it to me. Let's go. I was too busy in the back pulling off a metric shit ton of lily pads that had tangled themselves <laughs> in the rotor. <laughs> he goes, Let me lift up the motor. Is there anything on there? It's like, it pulls half the leg up. up with it. <laughs> <laughs> this thing had like a four by four foot brick of just shit on it on the yeah. prop so wonder was, why it didn't it was start trying to chop that shit up yeah, yeah. it was seized so we rode viking style for a couple miles yeah in the water it was uh, hate fitness how long did that take over an hour of rowing just paddling yeah yeah, yeah the wind at our faces <laughs> wind in our face moving just like a time. snail like i would just look at a tree to the right just so i could see if we were still moving forward and it was just like a snail moving along yeah we would we could have belly crawled there faster <laughs> brutal <laughs> brutal and part of my brain was like what if we just got out and swam and the larger oh. part of my brain said gigantic alligator and then you shine a light and you just see beads everywhere eyes everywhere yeah they're just Damn, like what if y'all didn't have that paddle dude what would y'all have done y'all would have to call every somebody. single one of the gators said we know what you do our friend last night <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come home he didn't come home <laughs> he had a bunch of five five six holes in his head and i see what you got in your hand right there <laughs> you know. all right that's where we're gonna end it you got anything else to add no you got anything else to add is this part where we say adios you jumped the gun you yeah well do that. I- it was premature. It was premature. Yeah. You're, you're a good man, man. I appreciate you. You're a good man, too. Thank you. Right. Hey, Tex. All right. Adios. You're a good man. <laughs> Don't cut him off. You're, you're a good, good man, man as well. Thank you. Thank you for being nice to each other. Th- thank you for coming. We appreciate having Adios. you. On. Adios. 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 <laughs>